You're listening to Real You. This podcast is dedicated to helping entrepreneurs elevate to the peak of their physical, financial, and spiritual health. If you want more money, better health, more passion in your life, you've come to the right place. Hosted by Jared Briggs, executive wealth coach and mentor to those looking to step up to their best selves. Real You is your invitation to become who you've always known you could be. Here's your host, Jared Briggs. Hey, hey, what is good, my American winners? I just thought of that. I kind of like that. Hey, welcome back to today's episode. My name is Jared Briggs. This is Real You, and it is Wednesday. If you are listening to this the day that this published, it's Wednesday. Whatever day you listen to this, welcome, you guys. I hope you're having a great day, great week, great life, accomplishing your goals and your dreams, and just winning at huge levels, because that is the goal. That's my goal, and that's my goal for everybody. I want to be around winners. I want to be a winner, and I want to help you guys be a winner. You guys, you see today's episode titled, How to Accomplish Goals. Now, this is according to Jared Briggs. And the reason why I say that is because there's a lot of things. There's a lot of people out there, right? People that I listen to, tons of other podcasts and, you know, social media platforms and on YouTube and all these different things where people talk about accomplishing goals. And I was thinking about it this morning and I got a short, a story that I want to share with you as well as I want to give you some insights on what I have done to accomplish goals, as well as with my wife, what we have done to accomplish goals. It's really important to us. It's really important to me. So I want to share these things with you. So how to accomplish goals. I don't know about all of you, but from the time that I can remember, I've always thought of living a big life. I've always thought of, you know, making a lot of money, having a really nice house, driving nice vehicles, being able to go on very nice vacations, being able to do <clears throat> anything that I want with my kids, give them anything and everything, not give them, but them to earn and me have the ability to. You see, I find that very important as a parent. You know, a lot of people look at it as, oh, you're just spoiling their ki- spoiling your kids. No, my goal is to have my place in a, in a spot where I show my kids that I can be a winner. I came from very little. I, I had a great, great parents. I can't, didn't come from money, didn't come from a lot of those things. And I'm building myself up and I want to show them that I can do anything. And because I can, they can. So if my kids have the goal to, to rodeo, let's say, play basketball, to to do this and that and play volleyball and play football, whatever it may be, right? <clears throat> I want to have the ability to provide anything and everything to help them become the most successful they can be. That I feel that that is my duty and my responsibility as a father, as a husband, as a provider, and as the sole leader of my household. And so these goals that I set, <clears throat> they're not they're for a purpose. You say, I want to show my family. I want to show my friends. I want to show everybody around me that you can win and that you can win at a big level. So when I set my goals and I've been really working on this of writing my goals every morning, excuse me, writing my goals every morning and writing them every evening to keep me focused on them. And when I set these goals and I write these goals, I think of the big picture. Like, X amount of dollars that I want to make, the house that I want to build, the land that I want to build. 
they're all, it's all fine and dandy, right? But at the end of the day, I can't take those things with me when I, when I pass away. But I truly believe God's put us on this earth to progress. And as I set these big goals, it causes me to progress. It causes me to think bigger. And it causes me to stretch myself to win at a level that isn't normal. And I want to show my kids, especially, and my wife, especially my immediate family, that you can do anything you put your mind to. So I want to give you these tips on setting goals. You got, you got to have the why. Like, what is your purpose behind it? These things that I just shared with you are personal to me. These are my why. Could I, could I do without the money? Could I do without the house and the trucks and the cars and the, and the land and the ranches and the vacations and the flying first class? Could I do without these things? Yeah, I could. Food, water, and shelter. That's all we essentially we need. But if I just, just did enough to get by, am I fulfilling my purpose that God put me on this earth to fulfill? I don't believe so. So I believe by striving for all of those things, it causes me to grow and to stretch. So I want to share a story with you. A couple weeks ago, we started framing our house. Now, we are building a house right now. For those of you, maybe if you don't follow me on social media, my wife and I are building a house right now. The house is 2,590 livable square feet. That doesn't include the garage. 2,590. So it's not huge in my terms. I've talked with some people that are like, holy cow, that's double my house. Okay, yeah, maybe it is. My terms, it's not huge. It's definitely bigger than the the home that I grew up in, and I'm really excited about it. But my wife and I, we already have started drawing plans for our dream home. This house isn't even built. They're about 50% done on the framing, and we've already started drawing plans on our dream home. That's just how we work. That's how we operate. That's how we think. But a couple weeks ago, when they started the framing, uh, we, we had some hiccups, and it took some time to get the floor joists and a, a little bit of a, the other of the other lumbers to get it started. Well, they had most of it there. So the framer showed up and he started working on and getting as much done as he could before the floor joists showed up. So I stopped one day and, and was visiting with him. Well, we still needed to pour a porch cap and the, the garage floor was cement. So I was on the phone talking with the, the cement guy. So we've generaled it ourselves, you guys. We've saved over $100,000 generaling it ourselves. So I'm the one making the phone calls, lining these things out, making sure everything's being taken care of, right? <clears throat> so the framer was there. I'd visited with him, called the cement guy and said, hey, you know, this is the stage they're at. We need to get this cap poured because there's some beams that go on it. We need to get this garage floor done before they get it framed in and we can't get a truck in there very well. And so I was talking with him and he's like, well, is the framer right there? And so he had me ask him some questions and I was like, here. So I just handed the phone because they knew each other. So I'm like, here, you just talk with him. I don't know what to ask him. Well, while they were doing this, one of the workers that worked with the, the framer He's like, hey, is this your house? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. And he's like, how old are you? I was like, I'm 28, why? And he's like, man, when you walked away the first time, I, I told his name, Shane. I was like, I told Shane, man, that, that guy's young. Is this his house? That, guy look, that guy's like way young. And I'm like, damn, I don't want to look real young. But yeah, I'm 28 years old, you guys, I'm young. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know? And he's like, I'm 26 years old and there is no way I'm not even close to a position to be able to buy a house like this. How have you done it? And I'm like, my wife and I have worked our asses off. Like literally that was my answer. And he's like, gosh, this is cool. He's like, I got to get some stuff figured out because he's like, I live in a trailer and I don't have anything like this going on in my life. And I was like, well, you know, set your goals, go for them. What do you want? 
<clears throat> I've thought about that. You guys, that stuck with me because I feel like I'm behind. I feel like I'm behind in life. I'm like, gosh, damn, I wish I was so much further along. But then you hear stories like that. You're like, dang, what have we figured out? So I want to share something with you. My wife and I, we knew we wanted to move where we are now years ago, years ago, way before we even bought land. We knew we wanted to live there. But we have a lot, a lot to, to do before we get there, right? And so there's some land that we'd really like to buy. Well, it's going to be over a million dollars to buy this land. So, so we've got some more building that we got to do. And when we got looking at it, like, all right, my wife, you know, my wife was getting ready to graduate with her master's. We're getting closer. We're not in a position to buy land yet. How do we move there? What is our next step to move there? This is what we did. We knew we wanted to live there and we focused on that. That was our focus. We are going to find some way to move back there. We're going to find some way for my business to thrive. We're going to find my wife. She wants to work. Uh, we, we have our little girl. She's like, look, I want to work. I have my degrees and it is, it is important for me to work. I'm like, great. So the whole time we're like, okay, what is she going to do? This is where we want to live. There's not much for jobs. There's not much for anything going on. We continually focused on this. Well, it just happened to be, we heard from somebody that my wife's dream job that she thought was never going to come up because this person just got hired like five years before. So she's like, gosh, she's going to be there another 15, 20 years. It's going to be a long time before that job comes up. Well, we heard from the grapevine that he was going to be let go. So my wife started doing everything to prep for that job. She talked with everybody on the hiring committee, everybody associated with it, what kind of papers she could start writing, what kind of projects she could be a part of. So she's the, the county extension agent. So she works in agriculture. So she started doing everything to prep for when that job became available. So my wife and I, we, you know, we found out the job was going to come up. We moved to that area, not even having a very good place to live, but we're like, we got to make this work because you're getting that job. So we started focusing on those things. Well, two years before that, we knew we wanted to move up there. So we started asking the question, what could we do? What is this step to get us moved up there? And then we can continually work towards buying the ranch that we want to buy. All of a sudden, a guy took a 10-acre field, split it into one-acre lots. Bingo. That was our opportunity to buy some land, to build a house, and to get moved up there and to continue progressing. So we went and talked with the owner of the land, figured out how much it was going to be. And we started figuring out what do we need to do to buy an acre. So we bought this acre of land. We put half down, financed the other half, and we were working to pay this thing off. You guys, we are building our house now. We bought that land over two years ago. Over two years ago, we started working on building this house. We started working on accomplishing these goals and our dreams. But this is the thing. We focused on them. And so many people, if you start building a house, you are going to hear so many people say, oh, if you can build a house, your marriage is solid. That's one of the hardest things you'll do, right? Putting these preconceived notions inside of your head. And my wife and I said, no, we're not going to deal with that bullshit. We're not going to go through that programming. We're not going to let all of that negativity take over. So anytime somebody would say that right after, we'd say, we will build this house easily and effortlessly, and it's going to happen. And we've set the goal. We will live in this house by December 1st, 2022. We say it all the time. We've 
focused on this goal nonstop for years now. And anytime somebody says, oh, how's it going? You know, it's probably a test on your marriage. We say, actually, it's going really well. Because my wife and I are not going to accept that it's going to be difficult. Are there challenges? Heck yeah. It's been way challenging dealing with contractors. And you guys know supply is crazy right now. And people are busier than ever. And interest rates are going up. So we've had to get creative. We've had to get very, very creative. But we focused on the goal. And we said, this is what's going to happen. We're going to make it happen. And it's going to happen easily and effortlessly. We don't give two craps what everybody else says. We are going to make this happen. My wife and I have not fought once. We are about 50% done on the framing and we have not fought once. This is why. Because we're both focused on the same goal. I understand my place as the husband. Gentlemen, the home is the woman's fortress. My wife has focused on this home and how she's going to make it cute and how she's going to make it comfortable and how she's going to make it pretty and how she's going to decorate it and the furniture she's going to put inside of it. Have I had an opinion? Of course I've had an opinion because I'm the leader of the home and my wife wants my leadership. She begs for the leadership. When your wife is nagging you about something, she's not nagging you. She's looking for your leadership. And I understood this because of some friends that have taught me this. So my wife has come to me many times about decisions and I will share my two cents on it, but I let her decide. We have not fought once. I've picked a couple things. Actually, this last week we were picking out the cabinets. I don't know why, but I really like square sinks, like in the bathrooms. I don't like the rounded ones. I think it looks old and tacky in my opinion. I like square. I just think it looks fresh, clean and cut. And so when we were looking at it, the lady said, okay, the rounded ones are $49. The, the square ones are $97. And my wife's like, oh, we're, we're just going to pick the square. And I'm like, ooh, can we do, or we're going to pick the rounded. And I said, ooh, can we do the square? She's like, why? I was like, I like it better. She's like, well, it's going to be about 150 bucks more between our, ba- our bathroom and the upstairs bathroom. And I said, eh, 150 bucks, we'll figure it out. And she's like, okay, I don't really care. I was like, great. So we've had our opinions, but she picked the cabinets, she picked the countertop, she picked the trim, she picked the colors, she picked everything and asked my opinion. And I was like, I think it looks beautiful. So I'm like, have at it. I love it. Let's do it. While we were at the cabinet place, I watched my daughter so my wife could sit with the people and go over and just confirm everything. The company we're working with is incredible, by the way. You see, we haven't fought once because we're working together. What's important to me, my wife has let me pick. What's important to her, I've let her pick. But that is her refuge spot. And me, I have found it important. I'm going to do whatever it takes to create the income to give her exactly what she wants. You guys, we need to buy a lot of furniture, a new bed, a bunch of stuff, and I want to do it with cash. So I've just told her, I said, she's like, you know, I want to do this, this, and this. And I said, all right, I'm on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on creating the cash to make that happen because that's what you want. You see, we haven't fought once because we've been working together. 100%. My wife and I are generaling it together. My wife's taking care of all of the banking stuff. She's ordered doors. She's ordered windows. She's done the cabinet stuff. I'm the one that found the contractor to dig the hole, do the cement, do the framing, lining out, plumbing, electrical, HVAC, drywall. I'm finding all the contractors. She's doing all the detail stuff. We're, we're working together. 
You see, but we've, we've known exactly what it is that we've wanted. And we've both given and taken on some things. And I think that's very important. But I think the biggest thing is, is men, <clears throat> for you to understand, our job as men are to provide, to protect, and to give the opportunity and the ability for our wives to do it however she wants to do. And our responsibility as men never go away, ever. Never, ever, ever go away. Whether you sold a, a, a business for $100 million doesn't matter. It is still your job to lead and to take care of things. No matter what your financial situation, no matter what's going on, no matter how long you've worked or how long you haven't worked, that, that responsibility never, ever, ever goes away. And I find that to be very important and very lacking in America today. Women are looking for us to step up. So in this goal, you guys, at first I was terrified to build this house. I was terrified. And I kind of was holding back and reserving. Like we had bought the land, but I knew the next step of buying the house, that was going to be a huge financial commitment. And I knew I was going to have to step up even more. And it, and it scared me. And I think one of the, the biggest things is my parents had never built a home. So I think I had some, <clears throat> I had some problems inside of my head of this scarcity. And finally, one day, I just said, this is enough. This is enough. We're going to build this home and I'm going to make it happen. And so we did it. So when we were talking with the lady uh, for the bank and she told us how much our payment was going to be, you guys, it was kind of sticker shock. For the size of home we were building, it was sticker shock. But I kept it all in. And we were sitting there with my wife and the lady said the number. And my wife looked at me like, oh shit, here we go. We're done. And I said, okay, let's go. Let's do it. And, and we hung up the phone. My wife's like, wow, like what's changed? I said, I've changed. This is what we want. This is our goal. This is what we're focusing on. So we're going to make it happen. And from that moment forward, we've been full steam ahead. We've both been on the same page. We've both been focusing on it. I had a hiccup, but I had to work on me. I knew the goal. I knew what we wanted to accomplish. That never changed. The focus of my wife and I never changed. I had a hiccup. I had some mental things that I had to work on. And I worked on them. And everything has been going full steam ahead. So the biggest secret that I could share here of this experience of building a home, not only building a home, but us starting a business and buying the truck that we bought and my wife getting the job that she, that she has, her dream job, and us having our daughter and moving to where we want to move and everything that we have, the biggest secret is that it's what we focused on. Exactly what we have focused on is what's happened. Kind of a funny story, the house we lived in for a little bit we actually had had a goal for a while to, to build that or to buy that that ranch. We have we have our eyes on another ranch now. But when we first got married, we said, we're going to buy that house or we're going to buy that ranch and live in that house. Well, we didn't buy the ranch. Somebody else bought the ranch, but we lived in the house and we were living in the house. And my wife and I both started like my wife said something. She's like, you know, something amazing. And I kind of forgot about this. She said, remember like four years ago, five years ago when we said we'd live in this house someday? And I was like, holy crap. We did say that and we said it all the time. We talked about it all the time. She's like, look, we're living in the house. Even though our goals have changed, we're living in the house. We were renting the house. Turned out to be a shitty deal, but we were living there. And we both said, wow, what we focus on, what we talk about, what we put out there, 
and we talk about together is happening. You see, that is the number one biggest secret to accomplishing goals is you have to know what you want. And then from there, you have to focus on it ruthlessly, obsessed over accomplishing the goal, talking about it all the time, thinking about it all the time, asking your mind, how are we going to do this? How are we going to accomplish this? What do we have to do? Who do we have to become? Challenging yourself, setting new goals, striving for those things, and then focusing on them and asking again the next day. How are we going to accomplish this? This is our goal. How are we going to accomplish this? The next day, this is our goal. How are we going to accomplish this? We have ruthlessly focused on this with our home. And now I have a whole goal to pave a certain spot. We're going to build a 30 by 50 shop, build a big backyard. We've added to the goal as we've gone. We've got a lot of growing to do. I've got a lot more money to make. I've got to grow my business in ways that I haven't. Is challenging us in every single way, which is good. I said that at the beginning. Setting big goals is how we grow. So how do you accomplish goals? You've first got to know what you want. And second, you've got to focus on it. Then the third thing is you got to challenge yourself to grow and ask yourself, who do I have to become and what do we have to do to accomplish this goal? And you need to write these things down. We've had, we've had our house plans for years now, and we look at them all the time. We talk about them all the time. We talk about what we're going to do on the siding and the inside and the type of flooring. We've obsessed over this thing, and it's not even our dream home, and we've obsessed over this thing. We stop at the house every single day to see the progress. We went on the weekend, and we cleaned things up so it was out of the contractor's way. We are obsessed over making sure this home is done, and we are living in it by December 1st. That's what we're focused on. It doesn't matter how big your goal is. doesn't matter how small your goal is. doesn't matter what the goal is. What are you doing to make it happen? The next biggest problem that I see with people is a lot of you don't know what you want. And this is the reason why. You don't believe anything is possible. You don't believe that you can do anything you put your mind to. You see, my mom taught me this when I was very, very young. You can do anything you put your mind to. There are no limitations in life. And a lot of you, the reason why you're struggling to even know what you want or take the first step of even setting a goal is because you don't believe anything is possible. My wife and I bought a whole life insurance policy five years ago. It was one of the scariest financial decisions we've made. The reason why is because it goes against everything we hear in society. It goes 100% against everything people say in society. Nobody in our family has ever done it. Nobody I'm close to has ever done it. Nobody has bought one. I didn't hear about the policies until I was like 25 years old or whenever it was that we bought it, 23. But we went for it, and that's turned out to be one of the best financial decisions we've ever made, and it gets better every single year. You see, we've had goals to buy ranches. We've had goals to build our home, build business. And that, that whole life policy was a huge component in making it all happen. You see, we knew what it is that we wanted to accomplish and to do when we were first married. And so things started falling into place to make all of those things happen. 
But we've always said, <clears throat> I've always said, you can do anything you put your mind to. The only limitations you have in life are those made up in your own mind. Those are the only limitations you have in life. That's it. Is the limitations, the doubts, and the fears that you make up in your own head about yourself and about what you're capable of. <clears throat> and the reason why you have those is because something a teacher said, a friend, somebody in your community, a leader, a coach, somebody. You need to get those out of your head. And you need to write your goals down every single day. And you need to write goals so big that you have no clue how you will accomplish them. The goals that I wrote this morning, I still don't know how I'm going to accomplish them. But that's the focus. And I'm not going to quit until I do. And then from there, I'm going to set even bigger goals. And even bigger and bigger and bigger until the day God calls me up. You guys, these have been some of the secrets and the things that have helped me accomplish the goals that I've accomplished and on track to accomplish more. And these are the things that have helped my wife and I accomplish goals. If you're married, you got to be on the same page. You have to be on the same page as your spouse. If you're not, you need to sit down and you need to have some serious conversations because there is a way. Whether your goals are the same, there is a way for you to accomplish all of your goals and have an incredible marriage at the same time. Because I, I want a very, very free life. I don't want anybody telling us what we can do, when we can do it, why we can do it, how we can do it, how much it's going to cost. I don't want none of that crap. When my wife got this job, I was nervous. Because I'm like, crap, now she only has so much vacation, so much da-da-da-da. And actually... Her job has a ton of freedom. And we're working together to accomplish her goals, my goals, and our goals together. There is a way, and I promise you there is a way. But you have to know what you want. You have to sit down and talk with your spouse about what they want. And then you talk about what you want together. And then you build the map and the plan of how to accomplish all of those things. Because there's some goals that I have that my wife really doesn't care about. But because they're important to me, they're now important to her. There's some goals that my wife has that I would have never put on my list. But now because they're important to her, now they're important to me. And you better freaking believe. I'm going to do whatever it freaking takes to give my wife the opportunity to accomplish those goals. I'm going to do whatever it freaking takes to give my daughter and our future children whatever it is that they want to accomplish their goals and their dreams. You have to be ruthless about you, your goals, and your dreams. You cannot let people tell you what you can do, when you can do it, why you can do it, how you can do it, and when you're qualified to do it. You need to get those people out of your life. If they do not cheer you on or support you, Get them out of your life. Do not listen to them. Do not listen to them. Do not listen to them. Because you can do anything you put your mind to. I promise you. Put this to the challenge. You can do anything you put your mind to. You guys, I hope this was helpful. I hope it inspires you to think bigger, to dream bigger. You guys, 
All of these things that I've shared with you are things that I've learned from books, coaches, people that I've been around, videos that I've listened to. And these are all things that reprogrammed me because I didn't believe these things just years ago. I haven't always believed that I could do anything I put my mind to. I haven't always believed that I could do big things. I haven't always believed that I could run my own, my own company, that I could hire people and build big things and, and build this home. We're doing things that took me a lot of time to reprogram and to change about myself. So I stand before you and I share this honestly and truthfully with you that you are capable of anything. There's no limitation in this life. None. If you have a goal to own 100,000 acres, it is possible. There are millions and millions and millions and millions of acres. So guess what? 100,000 is actually small. It is possible. If your goal is to be a billionaire, it is possible. There are lots of billionaires. If your goal is to be a stay-at-home mom, it is possible. If your goal is to quit working for somebody else so you can be a better father, it is possible. If it is your goal to never miss one of your child's sporting events, it is possible. If it is your goal to build your dream home, to buy your dream vehicle, to win big, it is possible. Everything is possible. But you have to first set the goal, focus on the goal, and live into the goal. Who do you have to become? Who do you have to become? You see, the challenges that we face, we don't wish for our challenges to be easier. You need to wish to be better. That is the secret. If your challenge is kicking your butt right now, it's because you need to become a better person in whatever area that is. You become better, the challenge becomes easier. Now you're on to bigger and better things. You guys, my wish for you is to be the real you. For you to understand that you can do anything you put your mind to. That you can live big, you can win big, and you can be big. You guys, I hope you have a great week. We will catch you next week. Stay tuned for every episode. I really appreciate you listening. And uh, if you haven't given me a rating or a review, please do. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Ask me questions. Anything that I can do to help you guys, please let me know. And as always, be the real you. Thank you.